Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode 47 of the Simply Home Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Yeah, how are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we have the show for you. That's right. Now, this week, I'm not, <laughs> not feeling the, the best, so mm. I'm going to try and bring my highest energy that I can. Yeah. But I feel like we're going to get about 45 minutes into this 90 minutes, and I'm going to start to slip. If you start twitching. And you yeah. look like you got the cordyceps. I'm taking you out. I'll kill you. Well, <laughs> I'll kill you right now. I'll no. kill you dead. We're not talking about The Last of Us this week. No. Uh, we are talking about a couple of movies that we missed last year. Uh, you know, we kept bringing up, and uh, just we never got around to talking about it on the podcast. So mm-hmm. we we follow on through now. Yeah, you know, that's all right. Doing a little cleanup. So we watched. Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front, yes. which I had watched last year. Yeah, and, and I, you didn't. I just watched. And you literally, like, just finished it 20 minutes ago, maybe. Correct. I'm coming 20 minutes off of Bullet Train, which Wait. you'd seen a couple weeks ago. Correct. So, we're both fresh on the other movie. So, before we give our thoughts on those, I figure we'll just do spoiler reviews on those. They're both available on Netflix if yeah, you wanted to watch it. And they've been while. out for a while. You wanted to see him, you should have seen them. As well, it's our it's our fucking show. Yeah, we can, yeah, we'll we do can what we do want. anything that we <laughs> steady, fucking steady, want steady. to. Steady, steady, Chemicals in the water. <laughs> we, fucking we just turn into <laughs> some pretty far right stuff, <laughs> mostly conspiracy <laughs> theories. Avoid the libel. So, uh, before we give our thoughts on the movies, we have to talk about uh, a brief update on Jeremy Renner. Yes, uh, we got a tease, uh, the official trailer for Mando season three, much yeah. like I predicted last week. It was available to watch after we recorded, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I was like, well, them's the breaks. Uh, we got a teaser for Invincible Season 2. Yes. Uh, we got kind of a trailer, I suppose, for all of Netflix's release schedule for 2023. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Avatar 2 has some box office uh, updates. Oh. Megan is getting a sequel. Really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Skeleton Crew, the Jude Law um, Star Wars show. Yeah. It's it's it wrapped filming. Oh, so word. That's all I got. We're gonna talk about that stuff. You ready to roll? <laughs> yeah, let's fucking jump right into it. All right, we'll start right at the top. Jeremy Renner. So Jeremy Renner posted on his social media a photo of him at home, uh, and it looked like maybe he was receiving fi- uh, physical therapy on on his legs. Uh, so he captioned the posts: "I want to thank everyone for their messages and thoughtfulness. Uh, much love and appreciation to you all. These thirty plus broken bones will mend, grow stronger." just like the love and bond with family and friends deepens. So, very poetic, you know. But 30-plus broken bones. That's a lot. And, you know, I mean, I I was kind of looking at the picture. His legs look in pretty good, like, they look really, like, decent condition. Do you think condition. the media was blowing it out of proportion of what it actually was? No, I mean, it's been a few weeks, and I know that, like, there was a lot of talk of, like, how bad it was on his legs. I mean, he had... 30-plus broken bones, yeah. and I'm sure that a lot of the surgery was reconstructive as far as, like, going in and putting pins in place and things like that for the bone to mend and things like that. It's just, it's, I'm incredibly uh, surprised that he kept up all of his limbs, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Because that was... by the way, everything sounded... sounded it was, was like, oh, man, he's going to lose a limb, limb uh, you know, at least. And so, I mean, it's a miracle that he's, he's all in one piece, yeah. um, and, and they're... He's, you know, they're getting him patched back up, but, and he seems to have his, uh, his, his humor and his good spirits because, uh, Chris Evans kind of responded to his tweet and said, that's, uh, that's one tough, tough mf is how he put it. 
And he said, has anyone even checked on the snowcat? And uh, he said, send in so much love. And Renner retorted with him, you know, love you, brother. I did check on the snowcat. She needs fuel. <laughs> and so, I mean, he seems like he's in good spirits. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I think, you know, there were videos he posted on Instagram and stuff of, like, his sister helping him get a, a, a bath or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, where they do, like, the waterless bath on the head. Sponge bath. No, no. Oh. Just a... <laughs> a tender sponge bath. No, he was getting uh, one of the, they put like a shower cap on your head, basically, and it's got like dry shampoo in it, and they wash your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, he seemed, and he was kind of cracking jokes while she was doing that, and so he's always seemed like he at least kept yeah. his humor, which yeah. I think is a big part of things, but yeah, it's nice to see that he's home and seems to be on the mend. Yeah, good. Because, uh, yeah, that definitely could have gone a, a very different way. Mm-hmm. So, positive news, moving into Mando season three. Yes. Dude, <laughs> yes, that trailer <laughs> looks stupid. It looks too fucking yeah, good. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, we got some more flashback to the frickin' temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Grogu getting <laughs> skirt, getting out of there somehow. Yeah. I'm hoping we'll see who saved him. I want him to have his lightsaber. Yeah, have him. Like I... <laughs> he turned it down. He turned down his little saber. They can just go back and steal back it. And just like rough him. up Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and give, him, give him what's for. Yeah, you know. just Mando goes in and mugs him <laughs> for his fucking lightsaber. Uh, but no, it, it just looks so good. Like, we've got a lot of action shots. Mm-hmm. Um, we It looks like they're on Coruscant at, yeah. at one point, which is like, yo. <laughs> um, you know, it'll be kind of interesting to see, because have we seen Coruscant since... We haven't seen Coruscant since... I mean, so okay, so timeline-wise, we haven't seen Coruscant since... Is it in the original trilogy? Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, so in the, yeah. in the prequels. And then, obviously, on screen, we've seen it in Andor. Yeah. But timeline-wise, we yeah. haven't seen it since... I guess Andor would be the latest we've seen it, so... But that's still prior... Not prior to Revenge of the Sith. Oh, well. So, this whole thing was a fucking... Mm. That's probably the latest that we've seen. No, I'm agreeing with you. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, mm. I'm like, what? what? No. Am I forgetting one? No, no. But either way, it'll be exciting to see Coruscant, like, looks like more like nightlife style. I'm excited. Yeah. And, like, he and Grogu just, you know, driving through, well, flying through the city <laughs> and bebopping, you know. <laughs> Show me some of those Andor, like, space prostitutes. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know? See Mando having to tell Grogu, like, don't look over there, kid. Like, you know. I got a bad feeling. Mando's like, as long as they don't take the helmet off. Episode two. The clap. Yeah. Episode two is just him sending Grogu, leaving Grogu with the lady on Tatooine so he can go back to Coruscant. (laughs) That's foul. There was a real episode. It's just... just him waiting in line at the free clinic. (laughs) <laughs> no so in, in reality there's a really good shot in there of him you gotta get it together kid of him flying the uh, oh he's crying he's still thinking about all quiet on the western front no him flying uh, away from some X-Wings but I don't they weren't X-Wings they were or sorry not X-Wings TIE Fighters Um, no they looked like uh Almost the one like Kylo Ren has. Mm-hmm. Like the real slick, minimal. Yeah, like longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, and yeah, you know, he's like wingtip in the water as he's skirting through like a uh, like a river basin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
got me acting out. Yeah. It was just, yeah. It's a beautiful looking show. Uh, a lot of Mandalorians looks like in this season, which is really cool. That is something I wanted to talk about is I feel like their budget for the show. I mean, it's <laughs> got to be. There's a reason they're not making Star Wars movies. You know, oh, it's because yeah. they're putting the whole budget into yeah, say, man, they're putting the, the budget shows. into the Mandalorian. I would be interested to see if that's paying off. It has to. You know what I mean? You would think it has to be for them to keep doing it. I'll tell you but why. But, like, how much money has Disney Plus cost them versus how much are they making from it? I'll tell you why. Because the boomers like Baby Yoda. Dude, older people love Baby Yoda. So, like, the people who aren't in Everybody Star loves Wars. Baby Yoda. Exactly. But, like, old people can get behind it. And it's like, you remember, like, like, the, you remember like the, the moms with, like, minions? The, yeah, the minion memes. It's, it's, it's the same it's, thing. This is the same thing. Yeah. So that's like, I don't think that's, I don't think they're building Star Wars on the backs of <laughs> boomer moms making fucking baby Yoda memes. But just hear me out. But, but it is know, doing some free marketing. Now, I'm sure it's merchandise. As a, I mean, Star Wars has always been merchandise heavy. But the thing is, is once you have the, that kind of following, man, they're loyal. Ain't going, you can't shake them off. They'll have Facebook memes of baby Yoda until the day they die. So, Invisible Season 2, we got a teaser trailer. Yes. Uh, and I think it's what you want a teaser trailer to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, didn't show us anything about what this new season will hold. No. Really. Um, other than, I can't think of the character's name, but we got Seth Rogen, the, the alien oh, who comes uh, to Earth, but he was looking for, like, Urath. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, stumbled on Earth. Yeah. And they kind of make jokes about, like, how long people have been waiting for this show, mm-hmm. you know? And they kind of clap back a little bit of, like, We've been fucking hard at work. Like, yeah. there's a lot that goes into animation, uh, you know, and basically, sorry about it. And, you know, he's like, well, can you give us anything, you know? And he's like, I can give you a release date. Yeah. And he's like, and, you know, there's kind of like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. yeah, please. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. And he's kind of like, uh, call like late 2023, mm-hmm. probably, you know? And so it's like still not a set. Right date, but that's what they're shooting give for. It, yeah, giving a good time you frame know? for it. And so I'm like, okay, at least I can. Yeah, it was all of us. It must have been whelmed. Simply whelmed. We're just just blowing up on Instagram. Is all that was. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about it, kids. You know what? Now, uh, I, I, I want it now. Yeah, dude. but I hope late 2023 is like February of this year. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm hoping. Dude, no, I, like... I mean. Man, Give me October. It's been, like, so long, though, and, like, it's so fucking good. It is very good. Like, and it hooks you right from the start, too. Yeah. And just the cast for... Stop playing. Stop. <laughs> you know, quit messing around. Quit, quit goofing. But, no, I'm, I'm excited for it, and, like, I even like that we got to see Steven Young's face yeah. when they're showing him recording lines, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, Robert Kirkman is who, who made the comic book and is ex- executive producing the, the series. Yep. So, you know, he's got a lot of overlap. With uh, old The Walking Dead show. I am excited to see where Invincible goes, because I have not read yeah. the comics. The comics get fucking nuts. Nope. Like, interstellar, or like, interplanetary battles. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, like, if the book is this long, we're, like, here. Alright, for people who can't see that. <laughs> yeah, if there's, like, a six-inch wide book, we're, like... I'd say that's, like, 12 inches. <laughs> If there's like, yeah, if this book is like six inches thick, we're maybe in, not even an inch into the book. So, you know, still got quite a ways to go. So I'm pretty sure it has officially wrapped. 
season. The, the, the book, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Oh. The book is all wrapped up and done, which Ooh. is always something I'm a sucker for, is like a comic book that has a definitive ending. Yeah. Because then you can read it all and go, there we go. I yeah. did it, you know? Yep. Because a lot of like superhero comics, you get into they reading it, and then they either keep going on. forever, and then you got to keep track of like, okay, so that character... Then he, you know, because like new writers will take over and they kind of want to change the character entirely. So they'll go, this Iron Man went back in time and corrupted himself. And now he's the evil Iron Man. And he's the mean yeah. one. Or you've got Iron Lad. Or you've got, you know, and it's just all so many different. And you're like, who is this fucking person now? Who, who I can't I? follow this character because We're all just different writers call rock Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. That's right. We'll all die eventually. <laughs> yep. Uh. So, I'm going to try and come out of that. <laughs> Netflix dropped a trailer for its upcoming films yeah. uh, this year. And honestly, that's a pretty promising lineup. It was, yeah, it was a good... There, first uh, of all, there were a lot of movies uh, in the lineup, which I think... It wasn't, like, bad... Like, it wasn't a bad trailer. No, like, yeah. At all, either. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, I mean, it was definitely a hype trailer, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it did its job. Yeah, it did yeah. a good job. Because uh, there was some stuff in there that was like, yo. Yeah, but then playing Lil Nas X in the background. Yeah. I'm Come always, on. I'm always Stop getting turned. I'm always getting turned. So, uh, the first one off the gate was You People, comes out end of this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Friday. This Friday. Oh. The 27th. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it looks funny. Yeah, it's it looks got really Jonah good. Hill and uh, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Where Jonah Hill's dating Eddie Murphy's daughter, <laughs> and it's kind of like that, you know. Look who, you know, who, what it's called, like who came to dinner or, or something like that. Um, and they made one with Bernie Mac, way back when in Ashton Kutcher. Okay, but it was that was a remake of something else, and yeah, so it just keeps keeps going. But yeah, you know, it's the same premise of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but wait, a, you're not the same. Co- wait a minute, you know, and and hilarity ensues as cultures clash, yes. but. I mean, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy are both promising, yeah. you know, actors to get in there. Yeah. I just hope Eddie Murphy doesn't phone it in because a lot of his later performances have been pretty. Uh, I'm here for the paycheck, <laughs> uh, you know. Man. So hopefully, it's not more of that. Mm-hmm. He did a show or a mini series or a movie on um, Netflix called "Dolomite Is My Name," and it was about like a black exploita- black exploitation. Uh, like action movie hero, yeah, yeah. Uh, like actor in the the seventies and eighties, and he is really good in it. Uh, and so it's like, give me more of that, Eddie right. Murphy, you know. But skipping through some of the uh, movies that they talked about, um, Luther, The Fallen Son. I never watched the show Luther, but a lot of people on social media were like, "Yo, Luther!" Uh, it's got Idris Elba in it, and you know, kind of playing like a gangster character. Yeah, and I'm I'm down for that, like an organized crime type gangster, you know. And then, uh, what was the one that we both... Who doesn't love organized crime? Bingo. Uh, Murder Mystery 2. Apparently did... Murder Mystery 1 did well for them with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. Yeah. You know, apparently that did well enough for them that they're like, yep, yeah, do another one of those. Um, and I, I've heard pretty decent things about that one. Some of Adam Sandler's Netflix movies haven't been... Uh, kind of been stinkers. Yeah. So, uh, what was the... Oh. <laughs> Extraction 2. Do. Mm. Oh. I was telling you, I didn't realize that they were that far along in production that, like, it's going to be coming out this summer. I didn't know they were even making a second one. I got on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, uh, I really liked a lot of the action in Extraction 2. Um, some pretty impressive, like, camera work in it as far as, like, oh, that's an interesting way to, to film this. And I liked that they set it in, like, 
India. I'm pretty sure it was either India or Pakistan. It was like, I think they crossed the border. Yeah. Um, between the two a few times. But they got all actors from that region to play it, you know? And like, they just made Chris Hemsworth's character an Australian man. You know what I mean? Like, yep. they didn't, didn't fuck around and fight, no. you know? But uh, I'm excited that they're making a second one because I want more of that. It looks like it's in like more snowy terrain. So it's nice that they're not just doing yeah. extraction, but again, you know what I mean? You can see get that scene where he's throwing the, the hatchet. Yeah, he's throwing the fucking axe at the tree. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the trailer that they showed, uh, like of all the movies, you see it seems like maybe he's deflecting a Molotov with a fucking riot shield. Yeah. Or he's in like some sort of prison riot mm-hmm. in, in, in the snow somewhere. Yeah, that looked dope as fuck. Yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, what's he getting up to? <laughs> his name's like Jake Rake or something like that. <laughs> Legitimately, his name's Rake, but I don't remember his first name. Jake. But most action guys are like Jake somebody. You know, Jake action man. I bet he's John Rake. I'll bet you he's John Rake. John's like a nice flat name. Fucking Danzel looked pretty dope. Yes, that did. With, with uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown yeah. like a, a fantasy action movie type deal. Yeah, yeah. It looked pretty cool when she like put her sword back yeah. on the, her on, back. Yeah, on her, on her back. Uh, what do you call that? Dope. Not a holster. A sheath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here for it. Big brain. Fucking... What'd you say? I said big brain. Oh, that's <laughs> she said she. I don't remember what I thought. I don't know what I thought you said, but it was like, I was like, big, big what? Big Bertha? What are you saying to me? <laughs> big Bertha. <laughs> uh, something called Pain Hustlers with Chris Evans and um, uh, Emily oh, Blunt yeah. looked interesting. It looked like no, more of a drama, yeah, I but no I don't know what, what the premise was. is from it. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe I saw Paul Giamatti. Could be wrong. But I felt like I saw his face in there somewhere. There was a lot of just brief clips from yeah, all these movies snippets. kind of flipped throughout. So I'm not sure if some of them are overlapping in my memory. But also, uh, they kind of made a deal out of Rebel Moon, which is coming very end of the year, December 22nd. Uh, and it's supposed to be Zack Snyder's kind of take on a Star Wars-like story. Mm-hmm. Um, Zack Snyder's pretty hit or miss for me. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about it. But I'm interested to see more, um, you know, like give me a proper trailer for just Rebel Moon and then, you know, kind of let me go from there. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, I mean, it didn't look bad, mm. but like, you know, he kind of did do the Justice League or, you know, Batman vs. Superman, yeah. which I wasn't super stoked about. Zack Snyder's Justice League, the like four hour black and white one, wasn't, wasn't that much better yeah, for me. Yeah. And then what was the one that he made? Uh, Army of the Dead. Was that what it was? With mm, uh, Dave yeah, Batista? Yeah. That just didn't do it for me. Uh, and it looked good. Yeah. And then I got oh, into yeah, it and it just really wasn't. And so I don't know. And he's been, he's been pretty hit or miss, but I'll, I'll let him take a shot. This is apparently something that like he's been passionate about, like wanting to make this movie. And so, okay, maybe that's a good uh, thing. Or hey, we'll see, you know. Or you're just a shitty director. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's just, maybe he's a better producer than a director. But also he did make 2004's Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. which is a great zombie movie. So I don't know. Maybe he needs to do more horror. Well, he did do that. Just made that zombie movie. In yeah, but it wasn't. That one was more an action movie. That's true. You know, it didn't lean into some of the horrifying stuff. You know, That's zombie true. stuff. That's true. Maybe he needs to more. But that. maybe he'll lean into that element in this. A scary Star Wars. Yeah, kind of add some horror elements that to the would space. Be pretty dope. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, did you ever see the movie Pandorum? No. Check that out. Okay. I feel like it's probably mid. I haven't seen it since I was like thirteen. But I remember as a 13-year-old being like, yo, that's spoopy. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. got like Dennis Quaid in it. Dennis Quaid? I smoked yeah. pop Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Dennis Quaid is... I can't say. Uh, Avatar Way of Water has become only the sixth film to cross $2 billion at the box office. Mm. It's climbing that ladder. I swear to God, if this becomes the highest grossing film of all time for no reason... I don't know how. I'll fucking... I'll just quit going to the movies. Like, I'll... literally... Puss in Boots got a better. I'm gonna go yeah. see it. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna go see it. Yeah, I think I might fucking see it tomorrow. Just fuck around and go see. On go. Say I won't. Yeah. On go. No, but like I. It, yeah, it's not like a what a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. Puss in Boots. Oh yeah, yeah. it was fucking blowing then, shit out of the water. Like Avatar is like, like a 70. Yeah, like a 76, 77. I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie, but. For all, it was just a nah. man movie, nah. and for all of its buildup and stuff, it just it didn't do it. Mm-mm. So I don't get why people are like, "Yo, you gotta go see this shit," you know? It's like, oh, for for why? It's too long. Why would you fucking tell me to do that? I don't know, but apparently Avatar three uh, is gonna have Jake Sully out as the narrator, uh, and his son will be taking the place. And uh, I don't know what his son's name is. I didn't even bother to look it up because I didn't care, but. <laughs> Honestly, 90% of people, I bet, uh, don't know who the fuck Jake Sully is. If you just go, you know who my favorite character is from a movie? Jake Sully. They'll be like, the monster? Is that the mom? <laughs> yeah, is that the monster from Monsters, Inc.? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's Sullivan, but you're close. Uh, Megan is getting a sequel that is slated for 2025. I've heard, heard it's good. I, I've heard, heard it's very good. Opposite. No, I've heard really good things. Let's, let's see what the fuck We'll just have to go see it. It's fucking fine. Is it still in theaters? Yeah, it's gotta be. It's doing well. Let's wrap it up right here. Let's go see <laughs> it. Fuck all you guys were doing. Get the car started. Let's see. Megan. Oh, I gotta spell it with a three. Yeah, it was kind of one of the things I was gonna say, is I think they really flubbed it by naming it Megan with a three for the E, because mm. then if they make three of these things, you missed your shot. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. plan ahead. Gotta plan for the franchise. You could have named it Megan with a three on for the, the E. On the third one. You know? And it's got a 6.6 on IMDb. That's pretty low. But, yeah. you know, if I was going to school, that's a failing grade. You know, if I get a 66, <laughs> mom's not going to be like, good job, buddy. You did your best, I guess. You know? <laughs> that's... I'm telling you, just what I've, what I've heard is bad. It made a lot of money. I know that. Like, for, for what, it was, what it cost to make. Uh, let's, I just got to kind of take a peek here at Rotten Tomatoes. Just see. You were not expecting that low of a score. <laughs> no, I was you? like, well, well. Yeah, because yeah, I've, I've heard really good things. So I was like, mm, that's odd. It's not what I've been hearing. So I was kind of surprised. <laughs> let's see. Last of us. at school. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Like if I go to school and the teacher goes, you got a 66, I'd go, poop. <laughs> let's just throw that one in the trash so mom doesn't see it. Yeah, it's got a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Megan. And a 79% from the audience. We're going to have to watch this. Yeah. We're now, gonna, granted, now, granted, we're going to be the judges of I that. I think we've caught a little bit of heat about relying on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't rely on it. So a Rotten Tomatoes score, like, it, it doesn't have a 94 out of 100, mm-hmm. right? It's, a ni- it's, like, it's that 94% of the reviews were positive. Sure, sure. Is how it means. Basically, there's a 94% chance that you'll like it, basically. Mm-hmm. I do think that gets confused sometimes, that it's not like, oh, 94 out of 100? No, no, no. It's a 94% chance that it's good. Mm-hmm. All of that to say, I think we should go check out Megan. Yeah. Star Wars Skeleton Crew. That's pretty much already said it. It's wrapped filming according to the stunt crew. Yeah. I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, we, I haven't heard much about that since. So that's the one that, um, uh-huh. what's his name, Jake Rake? No. Yeah. 
John Watts mm. uh, went off and made. Who was instead of doing like Fantastic Four and Spider Man and all that, yeah. he was like, I kind of need to take a fucking break. Yeah, finish up Skeleton Crew and then kind of take a little breather for me, mm-hmm. right? So, I'm kind of excited for this. Like, it sounds like it's going to be uh, inspired by like an '80s Amblin Entertainment type. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, like Goonies style, a bunch of kids. Yeah, it's like because he, he he said like I fucking Goonies is. Probably one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's up there, man. Uh, And it's okay. John Watts was like, you know, it's going to have a cast of primarily kids, but it's not a kid's show, was how he he was trying to justify it. Like, yeah. Goonies is, you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a kid's movie. Mm -mm. It's a movie with kids. Yeah. Right. That's all I got for news. Did you have anything this week? No. Okay. So now into our 2022 catch up. Yes. Uh, I figured we'd start with Bullet Train. Yeah. All right. Or should we start with All Quiet? Nope. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. I need to let that digest for a little All bit. All right. So, right off the top, we'll just rate it because I figure we'll just spoil them. <clears throat> yeah. So, how do we rate stuff? Well, you can be overwhelmed, which means you were thoroughly enjoyed with the film or your <laughs> expectations were uh, succeeded. Yeah. You can be underwhelmed, which means you, you know, you weren't too happy with the movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah wasn't it's that just good? kind of dog shit. <laughs> well, easy. Or you can be right in the middle and be simply whelmed. Yeah. Just, I'm going to change my rating now from overwhelmed, simply whelmed dog shit. <laughs> Just break the motif there. Uh, and I was overwhelmed by it. I was very overwhelmed. I was like, yo. That was gas. Because, like, it, the trailers made me think, that looks promising. I remember mm-hmm. us even, mar- like, remarking to each other, oh, that kind of looks good. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I've got to go see that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I wish I had seen it in theaters. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh. Now that it's on Netflix, like I've been seeing stuff come up on like TikTok and things like that, where people seem to be enjoying it, and I think that kind of seems to be the the mm. trend is like, man, I missed this. You yeah, know, I slept on slept it. on this one at the theater. You remember when they put Morbius back in theaters? <laughs> yeah. We should we should do that for this, but legitimately go see it. Theaters. Do you think? I mean, it's it's by Columbia Pictures, but it's owned by Sony. Do you think they'd fall for the same trick twice, <laughs> or they'd burn too bad from the first one? Yeah. Except this one's not a trick. <laughs> I just the fact that they did it. <laughs> Like they, but they thought they were gonna ride the meme, you know, but they that really people would tried. go see. I like that people didn't even go see it for the meme. <laughs> like, <laughs> did worse. Like the fact that they won't even go see it for the meme, and then they try oh. to get them. No, they uh, probably won't because they try to get them again after that, and they didn't put them back. <laughs> yeah, we weren't biting. So who knows, man? Uh, spoilers right off rip. I don't. Yeah, I figure we'll keep this kind of loosey goosey, yeah. just kind of running through it. I figure I can go first because I'm. Yeah, fresh, fresh off it. I kind of forgot that it was R-rated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was kind of surprised by the gore and language. Yeah. Because, like, it kind of is, like, not super, um, like, foul-mouthed until it is. Right. Uh, same with the violence. The violence is kind of like, yeah, you know, there's a little blood on, yeah. on, on, lemon, on, you know, on Lemon's shirt, things yeah. like that. And then all of a sudden it's doing a flashback to Bad Bunny as uh, the wolf's yeah. wedding, and everybody's just vomiting blood and collapsing. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, it was good. Like, Bad Bunny, I, I did like that there's kind of, like, a bunch of almost cameos. Yeah. Where, like, Bad Bunny is the wolf, and you've got uh, Zazie Beats as the hornet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the movies, she's in disguise as, like, the uh, Japanese anime character for kids. Supposed to be like a Hello Kitty type uh, character, mm-hmm. and then uh, freaking literally for a like a shot, Ryan Reynolds is in the movie. But no, uh, yeah, he you know, 
the job that uh, Brad Pitt has been put on is because like Carver called off sick, mm-hmm. basically. And uh, you find out at the end that like this whole thing was meant for Carver <laughs> and he's in Carver's place and he's like, son of a bitch. You know, and it does like a quick flash and Carver takes off his helmet and it's fucking Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of expected him to show up at some point after yeah. that. And then he just doesn't. Mm-mm. They're like, here's Ryan Reynolds. It honestly makes me think of, and I bet it's related. Uh, Brad Pitt shows up for a split second in Deadpool 2 as the Vanisher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when he gets electrocuted. Yeah. And he just... <laughs> I bet you that's what so it I is, So I bet that's too. exactly why. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I really liked the ongoing gag that, like, like his bad luck is helping him along. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's convinced he's got bad luck because all these people keep dying around him on jobs that are meant to be... You know, he's not a he's not a killer. He's not no. an assassin. He's like snatch and grab, mm-hmm. you know, or like reconnaissance work. And he freaking everybody that he comes up against accidentally dies. Yeah, you know, or like Bad Bunny is the first one that he gets into a fight with. And Bad no, dude, yeah, Bad Bunny was just like as soon as that train op- train door opened, whoever was in front of him is yeah. Getting well, it's because he was at the bad. wedding. He was at Bad Bunny's wedding. He was doing like some recon work. Oh, as like the right. bartender that's right yeah and so bad bunny recognized him he's the one that bumped into him and made him walk away so that his wife ate you know drank the punch or ate the cake or whatever it was and he didn't mm-hmm. and everybody at his wedding died except him and uh so he just immediately goes into kill mode with his knife and is there's some nice choreography in the fighting oh yeah like, it was pretty stylish mm-hmm. that was one thing that i thought about the whole movie was like this movie has style like, it's very specific. Especially for being, like, on a train. On a bullet train. Like, a limited spacing. Yeah. Very nice choreography. No, I thought they had a bunch of really good style, uh, especially yeah. since it was in a train mm-hmm. uh, with limited space. Yeah, like, it's, it's literally, it's a train. Yeah. You can only go forward or backward inside this train. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having, like, different cars that kind of helped you know where they were. Yeah. So, like, the, you know, once you get into first class, it's a different style of car than mm-hmm. just the regular economy. And then there's, like, the one car that is um, branded as that anime. Yeah. That's, like, meant for the kids. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, I know where they're at now. Right? And it kept things different enough visually yeah. that you kind of had a grasp on where they were. And I like that at one point, even uh, Tangerine, which is uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, mm-hmm. says, you know, he's kind of breaking down a game plan with Lemon. And he's like, all right, so I'll go forward. You go backward. And we'll, you know, whatever. And then he kind of looks both ways. And he goes, which way's forward? <laughs> he doesn't even know where they're at on the train, you know? And so I did kind of like that, you know, yeah, we're, they're getting turned around. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that everything really kind of paid off in the movie. Like everything that they brought up had, yeah. had like, Good oh, that meme. came back up, mm-hmm. you know, and like had some. When uh, Tangerine and Lemon were sitting there talking about the, uh, the job that they were on. Yeah, the Olivia turns, job. Yeah, and then yeah. it turns out that they're like, what, cutting people in half with chainsaws? Yeah, and it was White Death's men. Mm-hmm. And so he had to go see what they were up to in Bolivia. Which is why he was gone, and his wife went and got hit, and basically it's all wraps around that. All of these killers that just happen to be on this train, right? And Brad Pitt's character is unfortunate enough that he's... He's not supposed to be there. He's not supposed to be there, but he is now. It's kind of wrapped up in all this. But all of these killers that have been put on this train to kill each other were all involved involved somehow Mm -hmm. in uh, White Death's wife dying. Yeah. And... Brad Pitt is supposed to be Carver because Carver is the actual assassin that killed the wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Brad Pitt's unlucky in that he's just there, you know? So really the whole thing is his bad luck, yeah. but it just keeps working for him, you yeah. know? 
And so he kind of has that thing of like trying to reframe everything because he's been going to therapy and he's like a reformed man who <laughs> yeah. apparently has anger issues and violence issues mm-hmm. and is really trying to work on it, you know? And like, like, are you sure we just can't talk this out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got one point when they're on the quiet car and he and uh, Lemon, Lemon are, are fighting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she keeps, there's that one that keeps shushing him. And at one point he goes, eat a bag of dicks, lady. And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm working on it. You know? <laughs> and he's like, that's nah, not me. Like, I'm sorry, you know. And I like that he keeps trying to quote his therapist, but can't remember the quotes. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's like, there's a wall between us, you know. But each wall has a window <laughs> waiting for you. And he's like, or is it a door? <laughs> you know? He's like, oh, shit. But no, there was some really good, uh, like, the, the dialogue was nice and, and snappy. Uh, I think the one drawback for me and it's not really a drawback because it kind of starts to fix itself by the end, is that I liked most of the characters more than Brad Pitt's character. Yes. Um, he was, like, the least interesting one to me, which I guess is not necessarily a flaw if he doesn't really end up being the main character, but by the end, he does kind of get his, okay, now it's starting to come together for me. Yeah. Of, like, him coming to terms with, maybe I'm not good luck or bad luck, I just have luck. I like, you know? I liked how boring his character was because mm-hmm. it made it feel very... Yeah, he's out of place. Yeah, he like, doesn't he's, belong. Yeah, he's, he's not, not supposed, supposed to be, be doing here. this. This isn't, you know, all these people we have are really interesting because mm-hmm. they live these crazy lifestyles. Crazy lives. And that's not him. Yeah, anymore. he's basically a thief. Yeah, so I thought, I, I really like that aspect of yeah. it um, and thought that was really interesting. Joey King plays the prince, which is the little girl character. And she is a psychopath. Oh, yes. And she dude, plays unhinged very well. Nuts, dude. Of like, she's not balanced out like she's got issues and because like she'll just flip into like crying at people and acting like a little girl you know and then pulling a gun on him and shooting mm-hmm. him four times in the chest you yeah. know and you're like who is this bitch building bombs and all that and yeah and then you're finally like, what the fuck yeah her dad yeah it turns out that she is white death's daughter mm-hmm. and uh she does have a really solid plan and it ends up working yeah uh, and it's to make a gun she basically she puts a bomb in a briefcase that yes. the White Death wants, mm-hmm. knowing that he's not going to open the briefcase, somebody mm-hmm. else will. So it'll be a failed assassination attempt, and then he'll want to shoot the person who tried to assassinate him with their own gun. Mm-hmm. So she rigs up this guy who works for him's gun to blow up in his face when he shoots it. And so it's like this really involved thing of like, he needs to think you tried to assassinate him, but then he goes to shoot you with your own gun, and then the gun will go off in his face. And through a bunch of crazy happenstance, that's not how it pans out. Mm-mm. But he does still use that gun to try and shoot Brad Pitt and blows half his fucking head off. And I was down here and I went, yo, because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be like that effective. You know, it's like literally a third of his head just is gone. gone. And I just like that the bread or the white death was fucking. Oh, God, I just completely lost his name. Michael uh, Shannon. He was Zod in Man of Steel. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, where I was like, oh, that's the white death. <laughs> you know that? ending fight on the train with like you know the the katana fighting and the yeah, gun fighting on different cars ass. with like a japanese cover of i need a hero playing yeah. <laughs> you know and uh, that's kind of a, a thing that keeps happening throughout the movie is like japanese covers of kind of cliche action movie songs mm-hmm. you know hey man they're banging and, and it worked they're banging yeah but yeah that that katana fight at the end was that was dope. badass dope i was really sad when tangerine died like Dude. i think tangerine and lemon were my favorite characters yes and like I don't know if you noticed, Thinking like Lemon died, and then and then he's not does a flop uh, flop on you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I I don't know if you caught it, but Tangerine gets shot in the neck uh-huh. after he tells Lemon that you know you should really be wearing your bulletproof vest, and 
Lemon's like, well, no, it gives you a false sense of security. You can still get shot in the neck, Mm -hmm. you know? And Tangerine isn't wearing a bulletproof vest, Mm -mm. you know? And still gets shot in the neck, and that's what kills him. Yeah, it's just, it's a good movie, man. Sandra Bullock uh, is the fucking, yeah, she's she's his handler, as he keeps calling her. Yeah, I did. I just, I I enjoyed the movie. Like, it was really good. Very overwhelmed. Do you have anything to add? Uh, No, I remember when I watched it, um, I kept seeing a bunch of memes of Tangerine jumping Mm -hmm. back onto the train. Yeah. Punching his way (laughs) back into it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but Tangerine's character was really good. I would be cool with Channing Tatum is in this movie. As a dude oh, in the car that he yeah. just really wants somebody to ask him for sexual favors. Yeah. <laughs> Where you know, Brad Pitt's like, Man, you want to make, you want to make an easy 200 bucks? And he's like, is it a sex thing? And he's like, no. And he's no. like, all right, I was just kidding. Anyways, yeah. well, what do you need me to do, man? You know? And then Tangerine comes by and kind of roughs him up a little bit. And he's like, he's like, you know, do you know where this is or whatever? And he's like, is it a sex thing? Tangerine's like, what? no, yeah. That guy's really good looking. And then when Tangerine comes stomping by later, he's like, got a killer walk. Man. God. He, he wants it to be a sex thing. <laughs> he favorite. wants it to be a sex thing. And I just like that there's now this ongoing, like, that's, that's two cameos of Channing Tatum. He's there for sex purposes. Because in, uh, what, This Is The End? Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, what's his name? Danny McBride's sex slave. <laughs> he's a sex pet. <laughs> How do you ask him to do that? You know, you call him up. Hey, we got a we got a cameo for Listen, you. Feel free to turn us down. <laughs> if you want me in a sex slave, right? No, I want to. Uh, I'd be really cool with seeing um, a spinoff of Tangerine and Lemon doing some other adventures. Yeah, before mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, Tangerine's death. Yeah, but I would like to see something like that. That would be really cool. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Oh man, let's rate. Uh... All quiet on the western front. Yeah, all quiet on the western front. What do you think? Um, are, we're rating it. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I I was overwhelmed with it. Yeah, um, you know, I had a lot of high expectations for it, just with you know being a, a World War One fan or not fan, but like a, a fan of learning the history of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not like World War One was the best World War, <laughs> but I, I just I'm very fascinated with it. I don't think it's something that's taught in school a lot. So to learn about it was like, man, there's a lot that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, you know, that went on with it. You kind of get the the Reader's Digest version in school. And then uh, I do like that the book itself, as well as like all the movies that have been made about it, I think this is the third movie made mm-hmm. uh, about it, are very like not pro-war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, and it's told from the German perspective, mm-hmm. which is interesting. You know, you don't see Germany kind of, especially in both World Wars, or World Wars kind of gets delegated to like the bad guy. The antagonist. You know? Which World War Two makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know? World War One, uh, you know, the same, but less, you know, nobody in World War One was like the evil guy. Right. Right. And they were just all there doing some some shit that yeah. the higher ups told them to, you know. I do like the cinematic for you of like I'm all teary eyed trying to tell you about the all quiet on the Western <laughs> Front because my eyes about to fall out of socket. You, you you watched it. Go ahead and give me your, your spoilers. Yeah, so I have a uh, a synopsis of it oh, as okay. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna share. Uh, just because I know I ramble a lot. Sure. So, like, for the viewer, or for the listeners. So, the synopsis for uh, All is Quiet on the Western Front. War breaks out in Germany in 1914. Paul Bomber and his... Bomer. Is it, what is it? Bomer. Bomer. 
uh, and his classmates quickly enlist in the army to serve their fatherland. No sooner they are drafted in the first images from the battlefield uh, to show them the reality of war. Yeah. And it is very much that, like, they were sold a bad bill of goods. Yeah. You know? Hard. Because um, at first, when it, when it started forging, his parents said no. Like, yeah, like not, his mom told him he can't go. He can't go to war, no. And they forged his parents' signature so he could go because he was 17. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're younger, eight, younger than 18, you had to have a parent's permission slip, basically. And I just thought it was fucking nuts. Um, yeah. Just because, yeah, they're all. All the kids all minors. in there. Yeah, all they're the kids. kids in there are like cheering for it and they're yeah. all marching and singing. Yeah. And then they and get then they in the get trenches. There. Yeah. And it's just Well, and even before that, I do like the, that opening scene before like even the title screen of like going up over the top. They're doing a, a trench charge, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, following I don't remember the character's name, but I mean it was you don't you only find out his name because it's on his his tag, his tag of his of his uniform. Heinrich. Heinrich, yeah. Heinrich. But they all get killed but you know i mean it's it's just showing trench warfare yep. and you know cold open fighting people with shovels and it's just really brutal um taking cover behind dead bodies laying down in the trench yeah. you know or in no man's land and it's just horrifying and uh and then it shows them like i like the the soundtrack like oh yeah and the drum and it just feels like a charging you know, marching forward and uh you see them like Taking the bodies, processing the bodies, getting the clothes off the bodies, laundering the bodies, you know, washing all the blood out of yeah. these uniforms and, and patching them, and you know, patching them. the bullet holes. Paul Bomer gets Einrich's uniform and it's like, ooh. And he's like, oh, this belongs to, to somebody. somebody. And the guy's like, oh, must yeah, not must, fit. Yeah, must have been a small size happens yeah. all the time. He yanks the tag out and throws it beside him and he's got a pile of these tags yeah. where they're recycling uniforms now because that's just where they're at yeah. as far as ability to produce goods. Yeah, dude, I was like, oh. Oh my god! And it kind of gives you like that assembly line feeling of even the soldiers were assembly line, mm-hmm. you know, just being processed through. And we need more men, yeah. you know. And there's this ongoing motif for like you know when people talk about uh, World War One of like the meat grinder, mm-hmm. and that was very much like put, push more into the meat grinder. And then like you were talking about when they get to the trenches that first day, rude awakening. Yeah, and they just have that the the artillery strike in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And his buddy is having a full freak out down in the bunker. Yeah, and he's they're sitting there saying like he wants to go home. Yeah, and he's slamming his head on the wall, and yeah. then they you'll bomb it. Yeah, and everybody gets somehow, out except for Paul. Paul makes it. Yeah, and um, yeah, he they, sees the glasses, and he sees his buddy who. Yeah, because they make him go around and collect the dog tags. The so they know who died. And uh, he's just laying face front, leg blown off. Yeah, and pulls him over, and one eye is all filled with Busted, blood yeah and he's just like crying there and the yeah. guy's like hurry up hey dude yeah get back yeah. to work and it's just like oh my god and then it does kind of a hard cut in time to like basically a year later yeah <laughs> and so you kind of get to see like this is a paul boomer that's done that day so every many times day. every day you know? for the past year probably yeah and yeah, he's a very different kid right you know, he's not a he's not a kid he's anymore not a kid yeah that 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 tank attack Dude, I just want to talk about the part where him and is it Cat? Yeah, him and Cat gotcha. yeah. are uh, just sitting there taking a shit. Oh yeah, and he he can't read. Yeah, and he can't read, so he's making Paul read his letter mm-hmm. from his wife. Mm-hmm. That was find out about his son being yeah. dead from uh, smallpox. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, he's starting to talk. He's like, sometimes I don't even think I can go back. I can like, go back. Yeah, what would we do? 
which is like a very fair point yeah. that like was overlooked in World War One. Yeah. Um, well, in a, in a lot of the wars, you know, it really starts yeah. to come to light. We're like, oh, the stuff is happening to these guys that like that alters them. Yeah, they changes them. They're not. They're not the same person. Yeah. And and I like that he, you know, they're gonna ask us about this stuff. What do we tell them? Because like we can't tell them the truth. Yeah. They'll look at us like freaks. You know, they won't understand. And it's like, you know, how could they? Ooh. You know, they can't understand the stuff we're seeing because they haven't seen it, Mm-mm. you know? And the stuff that, for them, at this point, is now just normal and makes sense. Yeah, that's what you would do. Yeah. You know? Well, you just the guy died here. We're going to bury him in the wall of the trench because we can't bury him anywhere else because then we're above the trench line. So you're just going to bury a person in the trench wall. And it's like, why would you do that? Well, because it just makes sense. Yeah. What do you mean? You know? And it's like, yeah, the stuff that they're seeing there, they can't unsee. And you're not going to go be a normal person again. Mm-mm. You know, Mm-mm. but then yeah, just him freaking out and then making the promise that like you and I together, yeah, and then just dies. But and then like that put the aspect of like I got really sad in that moment because I was like, man, they are just a bunch of kids. And, yeah, like, he he died being scared. Yeah, and during a lot of it, a lot of the generals are like die with honor, right? And, and like, they're not, and they're none of them are because no. they're being misled, right? And then as soon as they get in there, they're fucking terrified because yeah they've been told this is basically going to be a walk in the park this is an adventure you, you guys are going to get to go to paris like, yeah how like how, how cool, cool is, that? is that yeah and then you get there and it's it's not cool no they're I, in trenches did you watch it with the english dubbing or with the subtitles subtitles yeah the german yeah, no, with the subtitles. yeah I, I kept yeah. it in german but with uh english subtitles yeah so they you know there's a, a really big uh trench charge with paul and Katja and, and all and their that's friends. What I wanted to talk about is um, they're all just standing there, and or well, it's it's before that. One. Yeah, it's the one at the very beginning with Heinrich. Yeah, and, and the guy steps up on the wall and gets shot. Yeah, well, no, but they're all sitting there. They're waiting for the whistle to be blown so they can blown, go over the top. And you, it just shows like everyone's like looking, and he's just <clears throat> dead, dude. I mean, he is just standing there. He doesn't even have his gun over the the the, the mound. Yeah, he's just waiting, waiting his turn. Like, yeah, yeah. He's do this thing blankly following orders because if not he'll die and i think about that dude that yeah is a is ahead of him on the ladder steps up gets shot and drops and they're basically like all right you're up take a spot you know yep. and you're like what why would i fucking stand where that guy just was right. standing you know and they just do it yep you know and uh yeah that's fucked up but uh the when the tanks come rolling in, oh. you know they go and they take the French trench. No, you know, no, no rhyme on mm-hmm. intended. Just that's mm-hmm. you know the French trench line, and uh, they're kind of like celebrating. They find like their their mess hall, yeah, and they realize how little... good that the French are living compared mm-hmm. to them. Where they're like, oh my god! So they start eating the food and trying to like stuff food in their mm-hmm. coats and stuff to take back, and then you just hear like the oh shit, everybody out, you know, yeah. and there's tanks coming, and tanks were a pretty late addition mm-hmm. to World War One. And so they didn't have weapons to fight no. tanks. You know, I mean, don't let like Battlefield One fool you. They weren't fighting. First of all, they weren't fighting with automatic weapons. Yeah, they're not fighting with high explosives. Mm-mm. So they don't have any way to puncture through this tank. You know, and at first they get up on the the trench line and are using the Maxim guns, the machine guns, yeah, to shoot at the tank, at and it's just ting 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 yeah. ting 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 ting. And so they get up and or they they lay down and let the tanks roll over them. Mm-hmm. And that one. They look over and they see that guy get just run over Ran by the over. tank, and then and he like, just explodes, like pops. What I really liked about that scene is that part exactly of you're shown the perspective of Paul and his buddies yeah. standing there looking over, and you just see this kid get run Crushed. over, 
and then quickly pans up. And there's a tank rolling the over them. And there's a, or yeah, a tank rolling over them. And that kid is just screaming. screaming. You know, because he thinks he's next. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, imagine the fear. That horror. Like, yeah. oh my God. And uh, and so they, yeah, they hop the trench line. They're going to take out the tanks, you know, throw a grenade in their treads mm-hmm. and all that. And like, here's how we'll take them down. And it's like, it's smart and they're doing it and they're successful. And then behind the tanks are the flamethrowers. Yeah. You know? That was horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And you see them turn and look and they're just flamethrowering down into the trench. Mm-hmm. Anybody that stayed in that trench or got wounded in that trench and is laying in there is just is cooked. Dead. They're done. So Paul and everybody are like, oh, fuck, we got to run. You know, get up and they're running. And his one buddy, I can't think of his name, stays behind kind of a weirdo. He was the one that was like obsessed over that poster girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, he gets just torched. And, uh, yeah, because he throws his gun down, puts his hands on the surrenders. Just, please don't shoot him. And they him. just <laughs> light him up. And, I, like, uh, I mean, that's war. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, after that battle, I'm pretty sure it's just Kat and Paul. And, and the, um, I can't think of his name, but the, um, the Prussian who's a mercenary. Yeah. And he's got the, his eyes all red. Yeah. Um, it which with a T. Yeah. Uh, it's like T A G D E N. Todden. Yeah. I can't. Tadden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, yeah, we'll talk about him in a moment, but Paul falls down in the, that trench or that, that, yeah. uh, uh, what do you call that crater uh-huh. from the. The shell and the, that, that with French, that French guy, and they get into a knife fight, and he kills him. Well, doesn't kill yeah, him. Well, he sta- yeah, stabs him in the chest a whole bunch, and he's still breathing. The he guys puts dirt in his mouth. Yeah, because he just wants him to shut up. And uh, and then Paul changes his mind. Can't, can't you know? Can't deal with the guilt. Goes there and is trying to doctor him up, and the guy dies. Yeah, you know. And then Paul starts going through his shit and finds that he's got like a family. Mm-hmm. You know, and here's his papers and all that, and he takes them with him because he's like, well, maybe I can. Oh. I don't know, give these to somebody, I don't know, yeah. right? You know, he just takes them because he needs them for closure, I suppose. And uh, I think it's odd that, like, they just did trench warfare, right? Where, like, mm-hmm. he's going in and, like, killing people with a with a hammer, yeah. or, you know, with, with yeah. blunt weapons, and then is really affected by this guy. In you know, it, it was different for some reason, yeah. you know? And uh, so he, he gets out in the cover of dark, you know, once it gets dark, you know, gets out. He makes his way back, and everybody's like, oh, thank God you're alive, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when they find out that, like, the, the war's, war's over. Home, yeah. You know, they're, we're all going to go home 11 a.m. on the 11th. Mm-hmm. The war's done. And it's like, what? first of all, what a bizarre like to come back feeling. To. Like, your shift's over, right? Yeah. It's like, well, 11 o'clock, war's over. We're all going to go we're home. We're just going to be normal It's again. just going to stop. just had this breakdown of, yeah. like, not being able to hold that guilt. And, their yeah, their friend. I think it might be Jordan. Who's the Prussian mercenary, mm-hmm. right? Who, like. He, he said after the war he's just going to keep staying in the military, maybe be like a, uh, a military police officer, you know, because he, that's all he's ever yeah, done. he wanted to be a ranger. Yeah. And they're kind of like, well, your eye's busted. Like, you're not going to be a ranger, you know. But, well, it was his leg. Yeah. Well, right. But when, when, he, when they're first talking about what they want to do, oh, they're yeah. kind of like, well, your eye's kind of fucked, you know. Yeah. You're probably not going to be a ranger. And he's kind of like, oh, you know, after this, they'll take anybody, you know. Yeah. And like, that's true. You know, maybe. But yeah, his leg is fucked up. And uh, they had like maggots in it, or was it maggots or leeches? Leeches, yeah, yeah. like the infection. And uh, yeah, and he's not doing well. And they like bring him some soup or whatever, and yeah. he asks for like you know some silverware utensils. Yeah, and they're just sitting there all just chowing down, and he just starts shanking, stabbing the, the shit out of his own neck with mm-hmm. the fork because like he's not gonna be anything. He's yeah. his legs. He doesn't want to be. He knows they're gonna have to amputate that leg as he puts. He doesn't want to be a cripple. Yeah, and. uh so he just, he kills himself right there on the fucking 
caught uh, while they're trying to enjoy a meal with him. He just starts stabbing himself in the neck repeatedly until he dies, and I'm, and they just have to keep going about their shit. Yeah, and then, yeah, they're just like, all right, well, I guess we got to go to bed. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. They they go, and they, they're going to go steal the... The, the goose the, the again, goose again yeah. you know because they stole a goose once and came back and fed and everyone <laughs> yeah. had a really good time yeah i'm going back to steal it again yeah before the war is over you're never gonna go go fuck with this guy yeah, again, for right? all time's sake and uh, he makes paul go in this mm-hmm. time you know and paul I, I paul almost doesn't make it out of there no like he gets out by the skin of his teeth mm-hmm. and they get you know get back to uh, like a, a little nice l- overlook of like a you know little canyon or valley and i kind of thought that paul was going to get like sniped, yeah. Like sitting there because I'm pretty sure in the original that's how he goes. Mm-hmm. Is he gets sniped? Okay, that's like super unceremonious. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh yeah, he just got just got shot from a distance. Didn't even see the person that killed him, right? And uh, fucking Katja goes to take a piss in the woods and he just gets shot in the gut by the farmer's the kid, kid who yeah. followed him. And uh, Paul fucking carries well, like, him all the way back through him all the way. Like, no. it barely made it in. So it's like a super... Yeah, and they're kind of like, oh, it's a, yeah. Yeah, you can, you or oh, I'll just carry this. you back, you yeah. know. Uh, by the time he gets him to the the, the, the infirmary and lays him down, he's dead. And, and then he's like freaking Paul's out. Like, like, How no, I was fuck? just fucking talking to him. He's not dead. And yeah. like, look at it, you know. The medic's like, yeah, it, it, it black, perforated it, his bowels. Yeah. And he's got, black, he's got blood? black blood, yeah, where there's stool in the blood. That's not, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, and so Paul's basically alone. Like, all of his war buddies, air quotes, you know, are gone. And it's like, and I did like the the bonding aspect of it, where like, you know, again, nobody can relate to the shit we're going through, but us, right, right. And like, just the odd thing of like, uh, Paul's like a, you know, seventeen, eighteen year old boy, mm-hmm. and Katja's like a thirty three year old dude. Yeah, you know, you know, he figured he had a son who died when he was ten, right, and so he's he's been an adult man for a while, yeah. but because of their circumstances, they're like best friends, you know. And it's that weird thing of like a third, you know, thirty-three-year-old man and a seventeen-year-old are, are best of friends. And who's Paul going to tell about this? All right, who can he talk to? Who can about he talk this? to about this? Nobody. He doesn't have anybody that he can even sort of <laughs> try and convey what what their bond was like. You know what I mean? And that he lost this dude. And Paul just kind of is basically a walking zombie. I mean, he's he's, he's just a husk. He's a husk, just walking around. And war's over in like an hour and a half. You know, and he's just chilling and. Then that fucking German commander, the uh, general, general is like, you know what? We're gonna have gonna one last, them. one last charge because basically, when the whistles go off at eleven o'clock, wherever you're at is the line, mm-hmm. right? And so he's like, yeah, well, we'll have a we'll end on a victory. And Paul doesn't even sort of kind of raise a fit about it. He's just like, all right, you know, whatever, just following orders, right? Yep. And at that point, I think he doesn't really. Well, because that's the thing is because people were like, I'm not gonna do I'm it. Not gonna do they it. And they execute, execute them, right them. Right there. Yeah, for for you know. Not following orders, you know, disobedience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did like that there was, like, a young kid who's a new recruit first day. Yeah, stumbling, and, clean coat. Yeah, and Paul kind of takes him under his wing a yeah, little bit. You know, grabs him and kind of straightens him out. And, yeah, and, and I did think it was, like, definitely supposed to be a Paul. Yeah. You know, that, that was Paul a year ago, mm-hmm. right? They go in the charge, and there's literally, like, 20 minutes you know, where they're like checking their watch before they yeah, like right on the canyon. They said, "What what time they got? We got fifteen fifteen minutes. minutes." Yep. And so you're gonna go in and just basically do blitz hand to hand combat for, for fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes and hope to survive. Yeah. And uh, Paul like saves that kid, mm-hmm. jumps in and starts you know hand to hand fighting one of the French soldiers, and they and roll they fall down uh, into the one bunkers, of the bunkers, and, and they, they both kind of have a moment of like, "We're work. hidden down here." Yeah. 
We're set. Nobody knows we're down here. Nobody knows. Let's just fucking keep it super breezy and quiet and wait it out. And then Paul gets ganked in the back with with a bayonet bayonet. by another French soldier who's deeper in the bunker, and they just run on by. And that French soldier that was down there with him kind of like, well, I guess I got to go out there now because that guy saw me. And Paul's just kind of standing there like, no fucking way. Yeah. You know, like, and well, that's the thing. As soon as he gets stabbed, you hear the whistle. The whistle blows. Cease fire, cease fire. Yeah. And he's he, made it, he made it to the end of the war and then gets killed. And he kind of walks up the, the stairs of the, the bunker and, you know, into the light, right? Sits down against the trench wall and dies there. And then a kid's coming along. That kid that yeah, he helped coming along, coming along collecting the dog, tag. the dog tags and takes his dog tag from him. And it's like, like, like you said, you came down and you're like, I'm glad I watched it. Don't, don't want to watch it again. Watch it, again dude. No. Just that, it was a really good movie, but it, it it's too heavy. And like, it's not. It's sad. It, it's not an enjoyable no. movie. It, and that sounds like a slight, but it's not. It's, it's, it's not meant to be enjoyable. Right. You know, it nails it in the fact that, like, that's horrible. I can't believe that that stuff actually happened. Right. Right. Like, then it ends, like, with black screen, white text, basically talking about, like, how many people died on the Western Front and all yeah. that. And, and I just. What did they say? 17 million people. Yeah. And I, I literally, like, that made me cry. Like, I didn't cry at Paul's death because I knew that Paul died. And right. honestly, it was almost like. That's probably the best possible outcome for him. Was like it was a pretty mild death. Right? Yeah. He got run through. He got to sit down and know that the war was over. Mm-hmm. Right, and then he just kind of passes, sitting there. You know, and like he kind of has like a pretty calm face. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got the uh, handkerchief from when one of his friends found that friend. You know, went off and you know fooled around with the French girls. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and he's got that in his hand, and he just kind of. Oh, yeah, he's not smiling, but looks like he could have been. You he's, know, he was in peace. Yeah. I, I cried so hard when they were Dude. like, and you know, all these people died and basically, you know, it was like, I, I think about like Battlefield One does a really good job with its opening, showing you how many people died and mm-hmm. things like that. And that it was called the war to end all wars. Right. Like, and then it just, it didn't, no. you know? And it's like, it makes you just think about like how futile all this shit is. You know what I mean? And, uh, and yeah, and I do think there's obviously meant to be some symbolism there of like, even if Paul went home, Paul died in the trenches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, Paul wasn't Paul anymore. Mm mm. Like you said, that 17-year-old boy who was, like, forging his mom's signature and all excited to line up, it's he was gone, gone, you know? And, yeah, it was just, it's a heavy-ass movie, and I'm glad you watched it. It was really, it was good, but I'm probably not going to It's one of those it, movies man. where I'm like, that should be some required watching. Yes. For adults, obviously. But, like... I think, honestly, that should be shown senior year of high school. That's what I was thinking, like, your last year of school. Sign a permission slip, yeah. you know? This is a very... Graphic movie, but it's You need to know it. You yeah. know? And it's like, yeah, because like you said, don't want to watch. It's like, I mean, I remember we watched Schindler's List in yeah. in school, you know, same kind of thing of like, this should happen and you should know yeah, that it actually happened, right? But it's not easy to watch. So, yeah, great movie. Not not fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sh- check it out. <laughs> I, literally the, the, the saying, you know, never forget, you know, especially yeah. with like 9-11. That is a. This is another good example of why we should. And, and this one's easier to forget because you're getting to a point where I mean nobody's alive to tell that was story. at that. You know that right. is a veteran from that war, right. and so it's important to go. Yeah, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how we segue. Yeah, out how to that, get out of that? But, uh, but uh, what you been thinking about, dude, Chris? Fucking, well, welcome back to Chris's cryptid corner. I'm impatient, Chris. I want to get to what I've been thinking about. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Do you not want to do a cryptid? No, I do. I have it all pulled up, but I want to do my, what am I thinking about first? Oh, okay. Dude, Valheim. 
And like that's all we've been fucking playing. Yeah. I'm a building machine. <laughs> in that, My dad dude. calls you Bob the Builder. Yeah, Bob the Builder. Because you're just like I'm just building away, dude, man. Yeah, and it's all just freehand. Yeah. And I honestly think what I build's not bad. No, you do a good job. Mm-hmm. But settle down, yeah, settle down. But so like that's just all I've been playing. Like we've been playing that all this morning, yeah. and then we're gonna be playing it as soon as we get off here. Yeah. Like, do you want to skip your cryptid or no? All right, all right. Yeah. Make sure you had. Yeah. <clears throat> so Are you gonna ask me what I've been thinking about, or are we just gonna throw the whole flow off? What have you been thinking? Val Hunt. Val No, Morgan and I have been watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV Plus. Oh, how is it? That's yeah, really good. good. Yeah, is it's it? like genuinely like wholesome and kind of mm-hmm. like, how do you not like this guy? You know what right, I mean? Right. It's like it's a good, nice, light comedy. I've gotten the vibe from some like like clips on TikTok and things like that. But it might I've get might get might get a little heavier, but not like. I've seen the clip. I'm not sure if you're there yet, but it's the he's teaching football and like what someone says, like, I'm not practicing because I'm injured. Oh, yeah, I haven't him. gotten there yet, but I know that I've seen that scene. But like, I, I know that Ted has anxiety. We're only like a few episodes in mm-hmm. and they're kind of alluding to the fact that like things aren't great with he and his wife at home. Oh, word. You know what I mean, so there is like a, a, an underlayer of like, this is a really nice guy. And like a really good, sweet, wholesome, funny character and mm-hmm. things like that. And he's got all a bunch of nice like isms you know what i mean like sure. ted lasso isms you know what i mean like ron swanson isms you know he's like man what a good guy but then what what's going on at home yeah you know what i mean and why is he anxious and things like that so i do think there's there's layers that they're going to peel back on him and i do know that it got like i didn't write down what the date was but it's got a date for season three mm. and it's a nice brisk i think it's like eight episodes and they're like 30 minutes long and so you know it's one that i'm like this is a nice like sit down and watch yeah. we'll watch a couple episodes tonight you know what i mean yeah, check that out. Yeah. To go back to the official yeah. welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. This week, baby. Buckle in. I'm strapped in. No, you better be strapped. We're talking about none other than my Mongolian death worm. You know what I'm saying? So get ready to ask that you horse. You heard. You heard. <laughs> you heard. So the Mongolian death worm. Uh, means the intestine worm uh, from its native name I'm going to butcher this Ulgoi Korkoi the native name okay and it means an intestine worm due to its red blood like color and size uh, which is the, about the size of an intestine oh, Jesus. Uh, it has been described to be you know to range anywhere from two to seven feet long and the ability to spit out yellow corrosive yellow saliva <laughs> and generates blasts of electricity Okay. However, this uh, latter power is thought to be folkloric uh, by the nomads of Gobi. Okay. Uh, Western culture has come to call this monster the Mongolian death worm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mongolian nomads believe the giant worm covers its prey in an acidic substance that turns everything uh, corroded yellow color. Legends say that the creature intends to attack. It rises half of its body out of the sand and starts to inflate it until it explodes, releasing a, a lethal poison all over the unfortunate victim. Jesus Christ. The poison is uh, to be said to be so venomous that the prey dies instantly. Livestock and humans supposed to be its main prey. Because Mongolia had been under Soviet control until 1990, very little was known about the death worm in the West. In recent years, investigators have been able to look for evidence of the creature's existence. Uh, Ivan Markle... Uh, one of the leading Loch Ness Monsters detectives studied the region uh, and interviewed many Mongolian people about the worm. 
due to the sheer volumes and uh, strange deaths. Yvonne needs to stay in their lane. Yeah. Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. Come on. What are you doing in the fucking desert? Hey, man. Not looking for the Loch Ness Monster, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Branching out, you know? (laughs) Due to the sheer volume of sightings and strange deaths, he came to the conclusion uh, that the death worm was more than just a legend. Nobody is entirely sure what the worm actually is. Experts are certain that it is not a real worm because the Gobi Desert is too hot of an area for annelids to live. Some have suggested that it might be a skink. They have little legs and scaly skin, uh, whereas witnesses' accounts specify that the worm is limbless and smooth-bodied. Uh, Maybe the like mo- a snake. Could be. I mean, could be. But they, the way you said it rears up makes me think of like a spitting cobra. That's you know. That's what I'm thinking. And they, they spit venom. But you they know? claim it's no, nah, it's not scales. There's no scales on it. Um, maybe they're fucking wrong, or maybe it's a weird like cobra-like cool. creature. We'll get it. We'll get yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into that. The most uh, probable explanation is that the death worm is a species of a worm, lizard, or a group of burrowing reptiles. Okay. Uh, although the native Mongolian people are convinced of the death worm's nature, it will take more years of research to satisfy the rest of the world's scientific community. Right. Find out. In 2005, an expedition of a center of uh, zoology crossed a thousand miles of the Gobi Desert on the track for the death worm. Uh, they concluded it was probably a large, unknown type of worm lizard, and then its powers um, attributed were uh, apocryphal. Oh, okay. Bingo, yeah. yeah. Which means tall tale. Right. But I don't know. There are animals out there can spit acid and blood. Yeah. Like, there's a lizard that can spit blood out of, out of its eyes. Eye. Yeah, the and Galapagos have, iguana. Yeah, and then you have, like, king, uh, certain... Uh, Cobras that can spit venom. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's not rare. Right. And, I mean, and plus, what is it? Like, sea cucumbers can push out their intestines. Right. Well, and then the, you've got, like, eels that can create electricity. Yeah, and then you have, what is it, kimono dragons that their they're bite... It is it's super venomous. Yeah. Because it's all in their saliva, and mm-hmm. it just breaks down all the bacteria quicker. Yeah. So, I mean... It's not something that's far off. And they straight up said, like, <laughs> the guy who did the Loch Ness came out and was like, I don't think this is a legend. <laughs> like, I think we should probably He's get also somebody. looking for the Loch Ness monster. We should probably get somebody on this. <laughs> so, you know. But, I mean, even scientists are like, man, it's probably... There's probably something, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not... I mean, what do you always say? There's smoke, there's fire, you know? <laughs> yeah, but there's smoke, there's fire. There's something out there. But, uh, you know, if you got a big, large death worm, send us an email at simplywillmailbag at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, or if you've had a sliding, <laughs> if you've had a sliding, we just get a bunch of girls talking about unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> the Mongolian, not quite a Mongolian death, death worm, but <laughs> send us pictures and simply will mail back. I want to see your death worm. Well, again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention mm-hmm. and support. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys enjoyed the episode, be sure to give it a great review. Tell your friends about us. That's right. Share us on social media. Yeah, Brag yeah. about us on social media. Mm-hmm. Bash us on social media. Worship well, us. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Spread the word. Mm-hmm. The good, good word. word. Uh, the truth. That's right. The word of mouth, obviously, is a is a big help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell a friend. Mm. Tell your mama. Tell an enemy. Tell your grandma. Tell your dad. Tell your stepdad. Tell your pastor. <laughs> Start listing. <laughs> tell your therapist. Tell the bus driver? No, just we just do twenty minutes of tell listing people you could that tell. You're sleeping with. <laughs> uh, tell your boss that you're sleeping with his wife, and then go. But we both listen to this really good podcast so that like, you check should it check it out. Uh, no, we've already had uh, you know uh, a subreddit put together that 
you know, I think should, some people should check out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not super active, but obviously get some more people in there. That'd be yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Throw it on. Uh, you know, all, all cool stuff that we'd encourage you to check out uh, and be a part of. Chris, if people want to get in touch with us and yeah. you know, give us some feedback, send us pictures yeah. of their death worm. Oh yeah. You know, How do they do that? Oh yeah. So you can always reach out to us uh, and look us up, you know, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, YouTube at Simply Wound Podcast. Our Twitter handle is Whelmed underscore Simply, and you can always reach out to us via email at simplywellmailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Next week we're going to talk about some indie comics. Yeah. You excited? I am. We're going to do it book club style. You'll I read one, oh, I'll yeah. read one. Oh yeah. Uh, I think we kind of talked about it last week that I think I'm going to do Sex Criminal. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did we decide you wanted to check out? I was contemplating between Hellboy, Berserker. I feel like there was one that I gave you that you're like, ooh, yeah, that's what I'm Teenage doing. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah, yeah, it was the last Ronin was yeah. the one that we kind of talked about. Yeah, so I'm debating between those three, but I'll find one. And then the week after that, I think we might have to go see Megan. Yeah. Or we could talk about the menu, because that was one that we didn't get to fit in this week. But I, I kind of want to go see something. No, I it's been a minute since I've been to the movie. So maybe we'll go see Megan. Man, but, I, uh, I miss those movie theater glizzies in my gullet. I miss Nicole Kidman. I don't. Heartbreak <laughs> feels good in a place like this. I also don't miss <laughs> the fucking rowdy people yep. that have been going to the theater lately when we go. I know. But, oh, that's the end of the show, Crystal. <laughs>